0: We have been we've been talking about true worship in the in the while well, we've been talking about the Sermon on the Mount and this section we are in I've been calling it true worship and we've we've talked about alms giving uh, and we finished up talking about prayer last week and uh, this uh, the net this next section is uh, on fasting uh, so. <clears throat> <I'm not> here. <laughs> <laughs> You had to go there, didn't you? Yeah. <laughs> we couldn't skip that section, you know. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna talk about fasting here in in just a minute. So uh, Matthew chapter six. Let's start reading in verse sixteen. It says, "Moreover, uh, when you fast, uh, uh, be not as the hypocrites uh, of a sad countenance, so they uh, disfigure their faces." That they may uh, appear unto men as uh, uh, appear unto men to fast, verily, I say unto you, they have their reward, but thou, when thou fastest, anoint thine head and wash thy feet, uh, that they that thou appear not uh, unto men to fast, but unto thy father, which is in secret, and they, and thy father which seeth with. Ugh, which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. So, let me ask you a question. Is there anywhere in Scripture that you know of that we are commanded to fast? Okay, we are commanded to pray, are we not? Okay, are we commanded to fast? Okay. 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 Yes, sir. Okay. It, okay, the Bible here says, "When you do this, do it this way." Okay, not there to my knowledge, and I could be wrong, to my knowledge there is nowhere that we are commanded to fast. But we're going to talk about fasting. Um, uh, many people get a misconception of fasting uh, that it is a silver bullet, so to speak. Uh, that, hey, if I fast, God is obligated to answer my prayers. And that is not true. Okay? Um, so we have, this, we have this misconception sometimes Uh, of fasting in fact there's a lot of misconceptions and I have a video for you a very serious video that answers a lot of these questions now this video if my memory serves me correct is like I don't know three or four minutes it's not very long but um, uh, the guy is very serious and he and he takes on this idea of fasting very seriously okay so um, you ready Chris?
1: I I think fashion's awesome. I mean, where else can you combine spirituality and dieting all in the same way? I mean, it, it's a bound rap, pound for pound it does. You know, people think it's for monks or supermodels and stuff like that, but I'm here to tell you it's for everybody. Last summer, I had a 20-year reunion slash barbecue slash swim party to go to, and I done but had to drop about 85 pounds. So thanks to fasting, what has two thumbs and look good in a swimsuit? This guy. Thank you, Jesus. Fasting? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think it's great to uh, skip a meal or two so you can hear God's voice better, you know? Stay plugged into him. Yeah.
0: You know, some people uh, fast from phones and music and gadgets.
1: What? That's that's not a sacrifice. That's that's not even biblical. I mean, that that's crazy talk. You know? I mean, God gave us this stuff so we could stay plugged into Him, maximize our lives.
0: It also keeps us busy enough to never be still or quiet.
1: Are you even a Christian?
0: I dare you to fast from your phone for one minute.
1: In fine, minute. You got it. No biggie. I don't care. I probably should take that. I fast. Okay, that's a total lie. I don't even fast at all. Okay, I want to. Another lie. Don't even think about it. Deal is I'm hypoglycemic and diabetic, and that's not even close to the truth at all. Okay? Hey, even the Bible says he who hopes dies fasting, right? Right? Okay, Benjamin Franklin said that right before he died. Bottom line, fasting makes me hungry. Are we almost uh, done? Hello! I'm Brett Johansson, and I believe that fasting is one of the greatest spiritual disciplines one can achieve in their faith. When my family or friends invite me to go to lunch, I gently remind them and passive-aggressively admonish them by reminding them, Did you not get my fasting notification email? Oh, that I had the luxury to eat lunch like you do. (laughs) Every year around Easter, I go through a 40-day fast to heighten my sensation of the Easter holiday. This year, however, I've decided to tack on 10 extra days. (laughs) So by the time we celebrate Resurrection Sunday, I will have been fasting for 50 whole days if I survive. In my fast, I have a very rigid schedule. And if you do not have a rigid schedule, then God does not approve. Some people like to cheat and they drink flavored waters and juices within the fast. You must be drinking unfiltered well water. And if you do not drink unfiltered well water, God does not approve. In the afternoon, I put a cone of silence around me. I do not talk to anyone. Yes, that does annoy people. Yes, it does anger my co-workers. I am persecuted within my fast. And if you are not persecuted within the fast, God does not approve. When I get home, I go straight Straight to my prayer closet i do not talk to my wife i do not play with the kids i let them fend for themselves and if the kids do not fend for themselves and the wife does not get talked to god does not approve you know what i'm gonna ask nice one more time and then i am not in control of what happens okay so give me the phone okay fine oh. I
0: need the phone. I, I need to call. Um, no, 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 no. That video is the fact that a lot of people think that stuff. And uh, so tonight, uh, what we're going to attempt to do uh, is answer the question. Uh, about fasting, what it is, and how how to do it, and so on and so forth. Um, <clears throat> uh, what does the what does the Bible say about fasting? Anybody? Let's talk about it. Yes. Right, right. Okay. Anybody else? Yes, sir. It's stated multiple times in the
2: Bible, like, for example, in Esther, that, uh, that, it, it, that that fasting is used uh, with praying to show
0: God how committed you are and how much you want this right? okay. Okay. <clears throat> I think, now this is just me, this is not, anyway, this is me. But when I think of fasting, the spiritual part of us, I think of Matthew chapter 5 and verse 6. So turn back a chapter uh, in in the Beatitudes. Jesus gives us a Beatitude, I think, describes the, the spiritual side of us when it comes to fasting. Um Matthew chapter five and verse six, it says, blessed are they which do hunger and thirst after righteousness for they shall be filled. I've always kind of pictured that, that verse when it comes to fasting, because what, what is, okay, um, well, I don't want to, I don't want to get ahead of myself here. Hold on. Uh, We'll, we'll get there in a minute. When a person fasts, for the most part, what do we think of? Not eating. Okay. Um, what, yeah. So it's, it's denying yourself of food, which you need food to survive, right? So you're denying yourself of. The very thing that you need, and and the spiritual man, according to what Jesus said in Matthew chapter five and verse six, the spiritual man hungers and thirsts after righteousness, not after physical food. And so, <clears throat> uh, in in Genesis chapter twenty five, verse twenty nine and following, uh, the Bible says this: And Jacob sawed porridge, and Esau came from the field. And he was faint. And Esau said, on, uh, said to Jacob, Feed me, I pray thee, uh, with the same uh, red pottage, for I am faint. Therefore uh, was his name called uh, Edom. Uh, and Jacob said, Sell me this day thy birthright. And Esau said, uh, <clears throat> Behold, uh, I am at the point of di- uh, uh, to die uh, and what profit shall this birthright do to me? And Jacob said, "Swear me, uh, swear to me this day." And he swore unto him, and sold his birthright unto Jacob. Now let me ask you something: Was Esau about to die? He was just really hungry, and and obviously he was in. The for lack of better terms, it sounds like he was in the kitchen. There had to have been other food around. if nothing else, he was in he was in the tent of of his father and he he there had to have been access to food, but he was he was so hungry he he allowed his physical body to overtake the spiritual and he was willing to sell his birthright for a for a bowl of oatmeal basically a spiritual man has that hunger that thirst for the things of God and that's what fasting is all about putting away the natural man and 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 emphasizing the spiritual man. First Corinthians chapter two, verse fourteen, but the natural man receiveth not the things of the Spirit of God, but they are foolish unto him, neither can he know them, because they are spiritually discerned. <clears throat> when we get so consumed with our bodies, and we fail to recognize the spiritual side of them, who we are. Because we are, we are made in the image of God, are we not? And, and we are tripartite. We are sp- spirit, soul, and body. And if we don't nurture the spirit side of who we are, the spiritual side, and that's what fasting does. Fasting takes the natural man and puts him off to the side and says, my spirit is stronger than my my physical body. That's what fasting is about. So, let's talk about point A here. What is fasting? Uh, First and foremost, it is a hunger for God and the things of God. Fasting is primarily an an act uh, of willing uh, abstinence. When, When Daniel was placed in the lion's den... One of the things that has always fascinated me about the the story of Daniel in the den of lions um, is is really not so much what happens with Daniel because we expect Daniel to be a man of faith. But have you ever paid attention to what the king does? In Daniel chapter 6, verse 18, it says, Then the king, who was a a pagan king, he did not know God but what did he do? He says, Then the king went to his palace and passed the night fasting. Neither were instruments of music brought before him, and his sleep went from him. Fasting is a choice of of, of abstaining from something physical so that we can enhance the spiritual. So, Abstain from what? Okay, we, most people, when they think of fasting, they think of what? Food, okay? Again, that is the one thing that we, we absolutely, we need. Food, it's for sustenance. But the example in Daniel chapter 6, what did he fast from? Okay, he fasted for music. Okay, why is why is music so important in this passage? Well, it would be forms of entertainment, but they didn't have sleeping pills back then, so it was it was very common. In fact, Saul, uh, uh, King Saul and David, all three of them, used music to help them sleep. Yeah. Okay. What else did he? What else did the king fast from? Sleep. sleep. He fasted from sleep. He stayed up all night. He was he was so concerned. He fasted from music, from sleep, probably from food. We're we're assuming food is a part of this. It is neither. It, it, exactly. <clears throat> so so the king fasted quite extensively. Who else fasted from, from food that we know of? Somebody kind of famous. Okay, Christ did. Okay, Luke chapter 4 and verse 2. Uh, Being 40 days tempted of the devil, and in those 40 days he did eat nothing, and when they were ended he afterward hungered so jesus fasted for 40 days that that's a long time what is another way that we can fast Okay, okay, entertainment, I mean, the the, 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 the skit, the skit uh, thing made, made fun of it, but it is a real problem today. Uh, when's, when's the last time, those of you that play video games, when's the last time you fasted from video games? I mean, those things are addictive, are they not? I mean, we can fast from a lot of things. Uh, physical relations are, 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 are is one in first Corinthians chapter 7 uh, verse 5 it says defride ye not one of uh, 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 one the other uh, except it be with consent for a time that ye may give yourselves to to fasting and prayer and come together again that Satan may tempt you not uh, for your uh, uh, incontinence. See, <clears throat> well, that's a hard word to say. Um, so, how can we fast? There, there are many ways to fast in our lives. So, what is the what is the the conclusion? I guess from 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 that. What is what is the point of fasting? I guess is what I'm trying to say. Yes. Okay,
2: Brandon, that are
0: Okay, okay. Okay. So so it, it, okay, bringing the body into subjection. So so basically the way I look at fasting, any kind of fasting, it is taking the physical and putting it aside to enhance the spiritual. Okay? Anything physical that we put aside so that we can enhance the spiritual. Okay, so that's that to me, that is the 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 I, I read something, I, I read this somewhere, I I don't remember who who, who wrote it, but that this is I, I wanted to share this with you. Fasting is the most powerful spiritual discipline of all Christian disciplines. Think about that. Fasting when when I deny my physical person and enhance the spiritual person, that is how I get a hold of God. Through fasting and prayer. As we forego earthly pleasures and replace them with spiritual things. Well, okay, let me stop right there. Because I just said something that I did not put in my notes that is really important would there be any benefit to fasting for 40 days like Jesus did and your prayer life and your Bible reading and everything else spiritual spiritual in your life doesn't change? You just fast for 40 days. What what benefit are you going to have in that? You're going to lose some weight, okay? (laughs) Okay? So what is what what then is the purpose of fasting? The time that you would spend eating or the time that you would spend playing video games or watching TV or whatever that you have decided to fast from should be replaced with what? What always almost always in scripture accompanies fasting? Prayer. Prayer. So the the goal then is to what? Pray more. And I'll tell you what, I I have fasted. I fasted for anyway, I don't I don't want to talk about it, but I have fasted several times. And when you're hungry and your stomach is growling (laughs) and you're praying, what happens to your prayer life? I'm sorry? Exactly, your mind refocuses, and you 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 end up becoming very much more aware of the spiritual side when you are denying the physical, gaining the power over the flesh. Now there are uh, some non uh, for lack of better term uh, non faith based Fastings. Okay, My wife went through a period of time, which I still am bitter about, about two years. <clears throat> every Monday for two years we fasted. Not because it was a spiritual thing, it just, she was on this health kick thing, and, and I couldn't eat anything. for <laughs> <that money. laughs> This is driving me crazy. Oh, by the way, you know what happened during that time? I went on a Monday. I went into the paint store to get some paint, and there were donuts on the thing. <laughs> I had the donut half eaten before, and it was like, "Oh, today's Monday." <laughs> oh well. <laughs> so there, there are there are health benefits to to fasting, but um, uh, you know, uh, and and then those of us that that are uh, uh, lucky enough to have be of the age where we do. Uh, annual blood work. Uh, what is the What does your doctor always tell you with your blood work? Yeah, fast. Do your blood work fasting. You know, you know, 10 to 12 hours without eating. Yeah, I know, isn't it miserable? So there are reasons that are non-spiritual based reasons to fast, but that's that's not what we're talking about. So let what is what is fasting not? Okay, the, the, the first one on my list is one that he talked about on the on the video that we watched. It is it is not a martyr martyrdom, okay? Okay, you're you are not supposed to walk around, oh I'm so hungry. I've been <laughs> fasting for three hours and I'm just like oh. <clears throat> um, you know that is that that is not what fasting is, okay? It is it is not to be public. It is something that is private. Um, I, I would I, I would highly recommend that if you're married and you decide you need to fast, that you talk it over with your spouse, okay? Uh, but I would not recommend that you go out broadcasting uh, you know, that this is something I'm doing uh, because God says, hey, if you do that, you might as well start eating. Um, so, <clears throat> uh, another thing in my list that it's not—it's not a game. God takes fasting very seriously. So th- this is not a game to be played. Uh, and and it's nothing that we we just do it to do it. It is something that God takes very serious. So, <clears throat> letter B. <clears throat> It should be a desire to get a hold of God. That should be the desire behind fasting. Nehemiah chapter 1. Uh, I, I, I love the book of Nehemiah. Uh, Nehemiah is one of my favorite characters in all the Bible. Uh, this man is a man who walked with God, but he knew how to get a hold of God. In Nehemiah chapter one, verses one and one through five, it says this. And the and the, the words of Nehemiah, the son of Hilkiah, and it came to pass in the month of Cheslu in the twentieth uh, year, as I was in Shushan the palace, that Hanani, one of my brethren, came. He and certain men of Judah, and I asked them concerning the Jews that had escaped, which were left of the captivity and concerning Jerusalem. And they said unto me, The remnant that are left of the captivity there in the province are in great affliction and reproach. The wall of Jerusalem also is broken down, and the gates thereof are burned with fire. And it came to pass, when I heard these words, that I sat down and wept and mourned certain days and fasted and prayed before the God of heaven and said, I beseech thee, O, God, o Lord God of heaven, the, the great and terrible God that keepeth covenants and, and mercy for them that love Him and observe His commandments. And Nehemiah knew that something had to be done Nehemiah knew that something had to be done they, he, here he was he was living in the palace uh, Shushan the palace and his his family members come through and they and he said and he, and he inquires hey how's it going in Jerusalem because if you if you understand the Bible what what I'm, I'm trying to think of the the, the the priest's name and i just I just totally lost it one of the priests was allowed to return to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. Ezra. Ezra, thank you. Yeah, Ezra was allowed to return with a remnant back to Jerusalem to rebuild the temple. But the problem was there was no wall. So as progress was made, the surrounding um, kingdoms around would come in and and destroy everything that they had accomplished So the the people were very distraught. It was a a bad situation. And Nehemiah hears it. And what is the very first thing that he does? He goes right to God. And he gets into his private place. And And he fasts and he prays and he begs God for an answer to the problem. Not knowing that he would be the answer but Nehemiah, that was the thing that Nehemiah, Nehemiah knew that something had to be done. The only thing he knew to do was to get a hold of God. And there are times in our lives when life is closing in on us and it, and things surround us and there's no answer, visible answer. And we need to get a hold of God. Fasting and prayer is how we do it. That is how we get a hold of God. We also see it in the book of Esther, as as Sean mentioned earlier. Uh, Esther chapter 4, verses 1 through Uh, 3. When Mordecai perceived all that was done, Mordecai rent his clothes and put on sackcloth and ashes and went out in the midst of the city and cried unto the lord or excuse me and cried with a loud and a bitter cry and came even before the king's gate for none might enter the king's gate clothed in sackcloth and in every province whithersoever the king's commandment and his decree came there was a great mourning among the jews and fasting and weeping, and wailing, and many lay in sackcloth and ashes. Esther and Mordecai needed to hear from God because they knew that if God did not intervene, the Jews would be wiped out. Thousands, probably millions upon millions of people would would be killed. And Mordecai and Esther needed to hear from God. And God answered their prayers. So fasting. What is fasting? Letter B. It, it, it must be a desire to get a hold of God. Letter C. A need to know God's will. Why do, why do we fast? To know God's will. Acts chapter 14 and verse 23. And when they had anointed them uh, elders... In every church, they lay that they prayed with with fasting. they commanded them uh, excuse me, commended them to the Lord on whom they believed. Prayer and fasting took place before the ordination of the men that that they were sending out. They needed to know that these were the men. they needed to know that These were the men that God wanted to ordain to send out. So, what did they do? They prayed and they fasted. Daniel chapter 3, verses 1 through 3. In the first year of Darius, the son of uh, Ahasuerus of the seed of the Medes, which was made king over the realm of the Chaldeans, in the first year uh, of his reign, I, Daniel, understood by books the number of the years whereof the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah the prophet that he would accomplish 70 years in the desolation of Jerusalem. And I set my face unto the Lord God to seek by prayer and supplication with fasting and sackcloth and ashes. Daniel then prayed, for the mercy of God to be poured out on the nation of Israel. Before before we even decided to come to Fernley, Nevada years before, God was working in my heart about just being a pastor, period. And I, I honestly, I, I did not want to be a pastor. In fact, if you give me a dollar, I'll stop right now. No, I'm teasing. <laughs> um, but no, I, seriously, I, I struggled with it because of my dyslexia, my, my learning disabilities, and just different things in my life. I, I, I really resisted. I really pushed back on what I believe God wanted me to do. And there was, I want to say it was about a week, maybe two weeks, I can't remember, I think a week, um, that I just fasted and prayed. I said, God, I need to know your will for my life. Not, not even, uh, Nevada was never even on the blip on the map yet. This was years before that. And then I ended up surrendering to that call, going to college in my 40s, and then ending up in Friendly, Nevada. But it all started with a week-long fast and prayer time that God finally confirmed in my heart that that was exactly what His will was for my life. And there are going to be times in your life that God is going to challenge you. He's going to, He's going to push your boundaries if you would. And you're going to say, God, there is no way I can do that. And I I did. I said, God, with my learning disabilities and things, there's no way in the world I'm going to be able to pastor. Kind of sounds familiar, doesn't it? Isn't that what Moses said? I think there's a couple other guys in the Bible that said the same thing. But sometimes God pushes our boundaries. And the only way we can know for sure is if we get to to know God, we fast and we pray and we spend time with Him and He then confirms His will for our lives. Nehemiah, again, is a perfect example of that. After fasting and praying, God says, says to Nehemiah, okay, Basically, you're the guy. Go do it. But, but, but wait a minute. I'm. Wor- I have a job. <laughs> I have a job here. I have a actually a really good job. I could. I could actually financially support someone else to go. I could hear that conversation going on in in Nehemiah's head. But God used him in a miraculous way. And then the last point. Why do we fast? When you need the power of God in your life. When you need the power of God in your life. Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. How be it this kind goeth out, but by prayer and fasting what what is what is in in matthew chapter 17 this one verse who can tell me what is taking uh uh, taking place in 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 prior to this statement (laughs) okay 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 all right jonathan did you say something Okay, there there you go. Okay, you guys missed the key part. The disciples had tried and they couldn't do it. And Jesus came and did it and then and then he makes a statement. Why why could the disciples not do it? Because they had not gotten a hold of God. I'm sorry? Okay. They they were trying to do it in their own power. They they were not doing it in the power of God. Mark chapter 9, verse 29, And he said unto them, This kind came forth by nothing but by prayer and fasting. Again, the same story but a a different take on it. Uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verses uh, 3-5 through For though we walk in the flesh, we do not war after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself to the knowledge of God, and bringeth into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. The war that we fight is not carnal. It is spiritual. We, we, we fight a spiritual battle every day for our families. We fight a spiritual battle every day for our lives as Christians. Satan is not out to give you a hard time. I'm just telling you, <clears throat> Satan has no desire to, have, to to want to have you have a bad day. That, that's not Satan's goal. What is Satan's goal? To destroy you. He wants to take you out. And the battle is real. And if you are a parent or a grandparent, you need the power of God in your life because Satan wants to destroy your kids and your grandkids. He doesn't want to just make their lives miserable. He wants to destroy them. How much time do you spend praying for your kids? Especially if you have adult kids and you have grandchildren with them. How much time do you spend praying for them? The battle is real. And we need to have the power of God in our lives so that when we pray and we intercede on behalf of our children and our grandchildren, we can see great things done because the battle is real. Ephesians chapter 6 and verse 13. Wherefore, I take unto you the whole armor of God that ye may be able to, to withstand in the evil day. And having done all, to stand. How much of the armor are we commanded to take on? All of it. Now, I was in the Navy, but I was never attached to a SEAL team. Okay? I just wasn't. But I did work with a bunch of Navy divers. They were. We were in the same division on the ship. And by the way, those are a bunch of nuts, just saying. But you know what I found out with the, the Navy divers? When they go, when they when they when they go on a dive, they take all of their equipment with them. They didn't leave anything behind. Because they never knew what they were going to encounter. And they would always dive together, too, by the way. Never alone. But we are commanded. And this is the the, the wherefore, take on the whole armor of God is a command. It's not a suggestion. But we are to put on the whole armor of God. And, And by the way, those of you that are familiar with Ephesians 6, how do we put on the armor of God? Do we physically put on the different pieces? We put them on through prayer. We are in a fight and we need the power of God in our lives. I cannot, I cannot overemphasize that. Fasting is the most I I read it before, I'm gonna read it again. Fasting is the most powerful spiritual discipline of all the Christian disciplines. It is the most powerful. Why why is it? I I think I know why, but I want I want to ask you, why do you think that fasting is so powerful in our lives? Talk to me. Sean? Okay, okay, that that could definitely be part of it.
2: It's it's putting action to your actual prayer. You're praying for your child for years. That's good, but to ask for a week would be that amount of
0: same effort and a way shorter time. It's way more difficult. Okay, all right. Anybody else? Yes. Your face. Okay. Okay. Uh, absolutely. Any anything else? Yes. Okay. 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 Anybody else? These are all really good answers. I don't. I don't know the answer. Now I. I have my answer. And I, th- and I think that actually all of these combined is part of it, but I think that there is something empowering in our own lives when we take authority over the flesh. When we take authority over the flesh and say, you are not going to rule me, I am going to rule you. And when that takes place in our lives, along with all of the other things that we have talked about, I think is the thing that is why it is such a powerful discipline within our lives. How many of you have ever tried to diet? Okay. We we all have. It's a four-letter word. Yeah. Okay, we've all tried to diet, have we not? Uh, yeah, except Bob. Bob's the only one I've ever met that's never tried to die. Um, you know, and what happens when we get victory and we were able to lose, I don't know, five pounds or whatever? Yeah, you, you, you go to Steve's ice cream, you get a quart of ice cream, right? Uh, no, you, you, you feel good about yourself, do you not? Why? Because you have scored a victory over the flesh and i th- and i think that part of the 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 answer to that question is the fact that it empowers us as individuals that we take authority over the flesh because you know a perfect example is what i said earlier when you know when i i walked into that paint store that day i saw a donut i just reached over and grabbed it i didn't even think about it what was that that was a reaction my flash said I want a donut. It's free. It's free. That's even better. I mean, who's going to who can complain about a free donut? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. When we take our eyes off of the things of this world and we put them on the things of Christ. And we put away our fleshly desires. Again, and, and, and this, can, this can include uh, food. It can, uh, uh, it can, it can include uh, electronics and uh, sleep and, and all kinds of things. But when we take that thing and we put it under subjection and then we focus on the things of Christ, that is what fasting is about. Here is something else that I read that I wanted to share with you. Fasting is not a way to get God to do what you want. Fasting is a way for God to do something through you. Fasting is not a way to get God to do what you want Him to do. It is a way for God to work through you. That is so important. We get a hold of that. Fasting can change us. Fasting is a way, or excuse me, is not a way to uh, appear more spiritual to to others. I knew a I knew a, a pastor one time who challenged his church to fast for 30 days. And they made a big deal of it. And everybody, you know, if you're going to fast for 30 days, raise your hand. And and a lot of people in the church did and they made a real big deal of it. But you know what? To me, it kind of defeated the whole point. Because what are we supposed to do about fasting? It's between you and God. It's not supposed to be between you and other people. Otherwise, it's just a diet. Exactly. Exactly. Fasting is to be done in a spirit of humility with a joyful attitude. In Matthew chapter six, verses sixteen to eighteen, Jesus is very, very clear about the attitude of fasting, and this is this is really clear. I, I, I want to read it again, but I want I, I hope that that you understand. At least I believe what Jesus is trying to communicate is the attitude of fasting the attitude of fasting moreover it says in verse 16 moreover when you fast be not like like as the hypocrites of a sad countenance for they disfigure their faces and that they may appear unto men to fast verily i say unto you they have their reward but when but thou when thou fast anoint thy head and wash thy feet that thou uh, appear uh, not unto men to fast, but unto thy Father which is in secret. And thy Father which seeth in secret shall reward thee openly. So what is it about? It's about the attitude of fasting. So when we do fast, we should do it with the right heart attitude. That is the key. If you do it with the wrong heart attitude, you might as well call it a diet and Go to the paint store and get a free donut, <laughs> or go see Candy and she'll give you a bear claw. <laughs> I want to. I want to close with with one more thing uh, that I read. I wanted to share this with you. Um, James Parker wrote this in Scripture, and and I have no idea who James Parker is. I just like what I just like what he wrote uh, in Scripture. We see several purposes of fasting. It's part of the discipline of self-control. It's a way of sharing that we depend on God alone and draw all our strength and resources from Him. It's a way of focusing totally on Him when seeking His guidance and help, and showing that you are, are uh, that you really are earnest in your request. It is also a time uh, an expression of sorrow and deep repentance, something that a person or a community will do in order to acknowledge failure before God and seek His mercy. We tend to think of fasting as going out uh, without food, but we can fast from anything. It is helpful to, to think of the uh, parallel of human friendship. When friends need to be together, they will cancel all other activities in order to, be, to make it possible. <clears throat> There's nothing magical about fasting. It's just one way of telling God that your priority at that moment is to be alone with Him sorting out whatever is necessary. You, uh, uh, and you have canceled all the meals, parties, activities, or whatever else in your life so that you can have a planned time to be with God. And I like what he does here. He parallels a friendship with fasting. And the, and, and the, and the reality is this. If, if you had a friend that was coming from out of town, say, and, and you hadn't seen for, for quite some time, and, and you know, you get a phone call and say, hey, I'm flying in to Reno. I'm only going to be there for 12 hours. Uh, can, can we go out to dinner or whatever? Hey, more than likely, you would clear your calendar to make room to make that friend a priority. And what he's saying here is God needs to be that in our lives. When we need to spend time with God, we need to clear our calendars. We need to, 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 whatever it is that we need to fast from, we need to clear our calendar so that we can spend time with God. Fasting is about one thing. It's about your heart and the heart of God. That's what fasting is. Now, I'm not going to challenge you to fast. That's not that's not what I'm going to do. But I am going to challenge you to think about
2: it. I have a question for you as a pastor. Yeah. Is it, in the military, a group of guys used to get together and go, man, we're going to fast for 24 hours. Is there a time frame or anything that you say? And then how do you know when it's over?
0: Um. When you can quit fast and fast? Um, okay, okay they're, they're, to my knowledge, there's no... Set time uh, a day, four days, seven days. You know, there's there's no there's no set time. The longest fast that I've ever heard of is what Jesus did. Okay, <laughs> just saying. Okay. Um. I uh, and to me, to answer your question, when when I fasted for a week to get a hold of God to find out if I was really supposed to be a pastor, I I. I was, um, we were traveling from one point to another and and I knew it was going to be a week. And I just said, okay, God, I need you to talk to me within this time period. I I need an answer. Because by the time we got there, I needed an answer. So that's how I picked that time period. In the past, um, I have have fasted in the past where I just kind of fasted. And then I just know I'm done. Does that make sense? Absolutely. And then there have been times that I've done it for, you know, like two or three days. So, um, so there's no black or white answer there. Does that help you? Absolutely. Yes, sir. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. Right, exactly, and and in the case of the the king in uh, Daniel, when Daniel was in the den of lions, it was just for a night, you know, and and he wasn't even a believer in God; he was a pagan, but he was so burdened that that's what he did. And any other questions before we close in prayer? Because this is a this is a this is a subject that uh, honestly. The 14 years that we've been here, we've not talked a lot, a lot about fasting, Um, mainly because of the reaction I got when I told you what we were talking. (laughs) Nobody wants to. I don't want to hear that. Uh, No, but seriously, it's, it's something we just don't talk a lot about. But it is, it is such a powerful thing that God gives us. We should, we should talk more about it. Absolutely. Any other questions? Okay, now one of the things, I will say this, uh, if you decide to fast via uh, a food fast, um, I always recommend that you be very careful, especially if you have health issues. You do not want to, I I don't believe God would want you to hurt your health uh, in fasting. Um, When we were traveling that week that we were traveling, um, I was... I was drinking. Um, I'm trying to think of what it was. It was uh, like carnation, carnation milks and things like. That. It's because I was driving for a week, and I, I and I. So I had to. I had to stay alert. So I didn't want to deprive myself of all um, uh, vitamins and necessities. So think about it when you do that. Um, uh, So, uh, and anybody else before we close? All right, let's pray. Dear dear Lord, thank you for this day. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, A lot here to just share my heart. Uh, But Lord, help us to understand your heart uh, in this idea of fasting uh, because it is so critical. Uh, We are truly thankful for it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.